0: Hello everyone. Tonight I am speaking with Heinrich Fleck, who is uh, an osteopath who I have known since about 2009, when I did the Institute of Classical Osteopathy Foundation course. And hein- Heinrich is, um, uh, is 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 a Swiss national, and he lives and works in Switzerland. And one of the things about the Institute of Classical Osteopathy and what what they do is we have um, teachers who fly in from all different parts of the world uh, to, to lecture on certain things and uh, uh, Hendrik has, has usually been flown in to do uh, several days on lymphatic, um, uh, the lymphatic system and uh, the, the treatment of that and uh, using the lymphatic system in, in, in osteopathic treatment. Hello Hendrik, how are you? I'm uh, very happy to be there, thank you very much. <laughs> how do you do i'm good thank you i'm good okay so when did when did you first hear about osteopathy uh
1: it's actually quite funny because um i was about to end my diploma um working in on physiotherapy at the university of the catholic university in leuven in belgium yeah And I did a research on two years. One, the first year was about research and the second year was about um, writing down the outcomes of the research. okay. Yes. um, uh, At the end of the first year of my research, I was actually quite frustrated. I didn't feel quite happy with what I was doing as physiotherapist with a university training, mm. and um, by chance, I met a friend, an old friend of mine, because before physiotherapy, I did also physical education. And this friend of mine was one of my colleague students from physical education, and mm. then when I went on with physiotherapy, he went to the United States to do osteopathy.
2: Mm.
1: And we met each other by chance, and I never, and until that particular moment, I never heard of osteopathy. Actually, mm. so we had a beer together,
3: yeah. and
1: he was explaining to me what was osteopathy about, mm. and he was actually giving me one example of treating pneumonia and how we could, in osteopathic uh, medicine, treat all kind of uh, respiratory um, illnesses, acute mm. or chronic. Mm. And before I can assure you, before I finished my beer, mm. which is quite uh, fast,
0: yeah, I knew that is what I have to do. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it, it gripped control. you. It gripped yeah. you that he, he had he had you uh, there then. Yeah. yeah. At a sudden at at moment, I knew that will be
1: my pathway. And then I asked at the university in Belgium where we could do osteopathy and again once more the chance was that the university was since two years cooperating Mm. with um, the international john Rowland academy of osteopathy in belgium quite near to leuven where chris 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 Chris
0: baton was working
1: yeah Uh, it's it's called saint johan's weird right small village quite near to leuven yeah And um, this this school which was uh, associated to the um, Maidstone College Mm. was also collaborating with the university. Mm. So they were in their second year already from the starting point and then I asked if I could combine my Mm. second year reduction of my thesis Mm. uh, from the university from physiotherapy with first year of osteopathy Mm. and thanks to my university diploma, they gave me um, credits in terms of anatomy, physiology Mm. and biology Mm. and stuff. Mm. And then I started at the John Wernham International Academy of Osteopathy and we Mm. went to Maidstone as well. Mm. In the beginning it was more concentrated in Belgium, yeah. and um, i did actually six mm. years
3: mm.
1: then from the second year we went more and more to to midstone mm. we had all the teachers like uh of course chris uh, campbell chris Button, chris campbell, campbell. chris Button, yeah yeah like, lead, did you yeah yeah so we had all the the big teachers and our uh, principal was Mrs. Dubois, Christiane Dubois, which was a, a disciple of uh, John Wrenn. And John oh, okay. Vernon, yeah, she, she trained osteopathy with John Werner at Maidstone. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: She she wanted to bring osteopathy, classical osteopathy, to Belgium. Right. She had the agreement of John Werner yeah. to call it the International uh, John Werner Academy of Classical Osteopathy.
0: Yeah, Yeah. so were you actually qualified as a physio when you started training as an osteopath then? at the first year, not,
1: because I was in the last year of my training from physiotherapy, just the reduction of my... uh, Okay,
0: yeah, Yeah. so you you started that, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I combined the last year of my physiotherapy and the first year of osteopathy, Mm. And when I started the second year of osteopathy, I was already, uh, uh, I had my, my graduation as, as a physiotherapist from yeah. university.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, so as soon as you graduated, you were working as a classical osteopath.
1: Yes. The funny thing is that I wanted to go to Switzerland mm. and um, there was a, a place for a physiotherapist in Lausanne. Yeah. at the university hospital, which is called the Shu, and they took me as physiotherapist. I was engaged, but yeah. they didn't give me my working permission. Yeah. So I was waiting for them, Yeah. and then I was getting a bit bored of waiting because it never yeah. came.
3: Yeah. And then
1: one of my friends said he was working in Montreal, he said there is a place in a, a clinic in Leukerbad, which is a ski area in Wallis, which yeah. is one of the, the cantons uh, of, of, of Switzerland.
3: Yeah.
1: And he said, there is a, there is a, a, a place for a physiotherapist. So yeah. the next day I took my train,
3: yeah.
1: I went to Leukerbad. I presented myself, and three weeks after I was working as yeah. a physiotherapist in Leukerbad, but they allowed me to practice osteopathic techniques.
3: Yeah. Under yeah.
1: The, the umbrella.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, manual, uh, physio, okay. <laughs> yeah, techniques.
3: Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. The, the funny thing is, thanks to my university training, I had uh, credits. Mm. So I um, traveled between Switzerland, Belgium, and Maidstone. Mm. Taking all my vacation into my study time, mm. I received from the clinic, they were really very cool with me, I received unpaid vacation as well. Right. So I could do, because I did six years training, so yeah. five years left from starting Switzerland, and I did five years with no vacation, just going, traveling from Switzerland to Belgium and to Maidstone and yeah. doing all Yeah, Austria.
0: yeah, wow. So when, when was that then you when did you finish?
1: Uh, I graduated in 95. Right. And I received my diploma from John Vernon. Yeah, oh wow, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: A huge uh, ceremony in Belgium. Yeah. And I opened my my uh, clinic in 96. Yeah. So I was working 5 years in that uh, clinic. Yeah. And then after five years, I left to to open my own clinic here in where I'm now.
0: Mm. So the the things that you tend to lecture on at the Institute are are, um, really based around the lymphatic system, isn't it? Lymphatics, um,
1: physiology and uh, the osteopathic centers, the... um, the um autonomic nervous system
0: actually okay okay all the complicated stuff
1: yeah, but yeah very wonderful because when i started well my my starting point of lecturing was the lymphatics in
3: fact yeah, yeah.
1: but in the lymphatics uh there are so many other systems involved yeah well every,
0: everything crosses over doesn't it and it's exactly I, exactly yeah, I, The body isn't a set of systems, is it? It's a united organism and everything working together. And, you know, the lymphatics is integrated with all of that. And so with the nervous system and the circulatory system and and all the other, everything else, isn't it?
1: Yes, because it's so wonderful to consider the anatomy and physiology of the lymphatics, which Mm. says to us that there are lymphatics all over in the body. Yeah. You have spots where you don't have uh, blood uh, um, circulation, but yeah. there is always lymphatic circulation. Yeah. And you consider that the volume of the lymphatic fluid yeah. is three times the blood volume, arterial wow. and venous together.
3: Yeah, wow, so I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, and yeah. what was uh, Little John always stated already that there were everywhere lymphatic. Mm also yeah. in the brain, that is cerebral spinal fluid, is yeah. a kind of lymphatic fluid, which was ah. just only recognized in uh, in 2016. Yeah. So 2016, they ignored the, the lymphatics in the brain. There was no lymphatic fluid in the brain.
3: Right.
1: Little John talked, and still they talked about it. Yeah. And Little John also stated that the lymphatics to have um, nervous um, um, innovation, innovation. Thank you. Mm. Which is also the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. Mm. There are there is a parasympathetic and a sympathetic supply to the lymphatic vessels. Oh, so wow. come into the whole vasal yes. motor yes. system. Huh? Mm. And if mm. you look at the pathways of lymphatics from the legs through the the pelvis. Mm. Uh, through the abdomen, through the the diaphragm, upwards Mm. to the um, angulus venosus, Mm. in the C D area, taking all the fluids from from the cranial and and neck stuff, then Mm. you can only consider that the lymphatics are involved with all the other systems, Mm. and especially the uh, autonomic system, Mm. And of course, in the environment of the uh, the patient, so mm. there you got already this notice of this richness of classical osteopathy, which is mm. the uh, psychological physiological mm. unit
2: mm.
1: of a human being you are treating mm. in its environment, with the influence
3: mm.
1: of its environment by the what Little John called the sensory pathways. Yeah. Vision, uh, according to Little John, starts at the sensory side. Yeah, yeah. By mechanics, by mental stuff. Yeah, experimental stuff. So mm. there you can see how the lymphatics are actually representing our whole uh, system, physiological mm. and
0: anatomical. Mm. It's wonderful. You see, it is. It is. It's uh, and it, and it's great because it's often it, it's often something that gets. Added on to things as an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Mm. One of the things that uh, I remember you talking about uh, with the lymphatic system is uh, uh, treating people with thyroid problems, and yeah. uh, and I, I think you called it bedos. Yeah, based off. Uh, yeah, uh, disease which which we call Graves' disease. I think is a I really think is the same thing. Is that something you see a reasonable amount of in practice? Um, unfor- unfortunately, not so much, because uh, people with
1: a thyroid problem, dysfunction, or a pathology, mm. hypo or hypo, mm. won't uh, get to an osteopath because the modern osteopaths won't even touch it. It's a red yeah. flag. Yeah. So The people hearing about me, they have to be uh, known by other patients,
3: yeah, and yeah. I do have.
1: But the the medics they don't know that we no. can treat them. Nice. No. So I had this um, really radi- radiologist. Mm. He had um, the grave disease. Mm. He came in to me for a uh, neck pain and low back pain, mm. and then I saw immediately the connection mm. with a. Um, congestion of her lymphatics especially yeah. in the CD area
3: yeah
1: and of course in low back and then i came onto her lymphatics i explained her how the lymphatics lymphatics could influence her uh, base of the neck and low back and then mm. we came to the thyroid mm. and then i explained to her the neurological connection be the, between the thyroid and the lymphatic yeah. system
3: yeah. in the
1: CD area I treated her uh, years ago, and after one and a half year treating, mm. she, didn't, she didn't took any uh, medics anymore. Wow. She didn't took any medics for the thyroid.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: yeah. then um, we wanted to do a research together about it, but then mm. she moved from Sion, from my place, to Lugano, ah. which is a lot of distance uh, due to the mountain range between us.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And um, we had be, we couldn't do our research, but um, a few years ago I, I phoned her because a change of um, region, mm. a change of, of working engagement. She became a clinical chief. Mm. With a huge stress for a person, isn't it? And that yeah, will yeah, it is. That would yeah. uh, that would enhance to hyperthyroidism.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: She did all of this. Without any need of medication because her body could cope with it. Yeah. Yeah. Lymphatic treatment.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Do you find most people still come to you with um, uh, low back pain, neck pain, and that sort of thing? Yes. Yeah. Low back pain, neck pain, headaches.
3: Yeah.
1: But more and more also because of. Uh, people are people are talking about my philosophy. Yeah. Uh, all kind of um, systemic uh, problems, uh, okay. also asthmatic problems. Mm.
3: Yeah. Eczema. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, organic problems and and very often psycho physiological
0: problems. Right. Right. And so you obviously we've had a bit of a unusual two years this last year with the with the pandemic how did how did that affect uh, your kind of uh, working situation did you did you close no so
1: mm. we had the, the choice um, to maintain open with all the restrictions of course mm. uh, or to close and uh, but we could only treat urgent cases or right. patients you were following and you couldn't yeah. allow a stop of the treatment it on a break with the risk, risk that they would fall back.
3: Actually, yeah. mm.
1: so I asked my assistant or my trainees if they wanted to stay and they went away. They have yeah. fear for the virus. I didn't have any fear for any virus, yeah. So I said to myself, Well, I have to stay aboard as mm. the only captain, but it will be an opportunity to treat these patients because. It was actually interesting since years before i would say about five years before the pandemic mm. i was realizing that the external uh, factories um uh, influencing our system by mm. our environment uh, stressing our system uh, traumatizing our system physically mm. or uh, psychological mm. logically were actually um opportunities to arrange something very old a buried uh problem either mechanical yes. in a bed or somewhere mm. old injury or mm. uh, psychological
3: yeah
1: and um that was i was uh realizing this already about five years before the pandemic and when the pandemic started mm. I saw, I saw immediately the influence of this mm. very heavy surrounding um, atmosphere mm. to our patients, mm. which was triggering actually and uh, that coming up to the surface, coming out, reactivating yeah. all buried traumas. Right. So for me, it was uh, a kind, a kind of um, as a practitioner. Mm. A wonderful opportunity to mm. take,
3: yeah,
1: which was confirmed by my nowadays practice with COVID patients, either acute or uh, post-COVID, long-COVID, yeah, in, in with whom I'm witnessing that thanks to the COVID stress, mm. either by being infected mm. or having by fear. Mm. Or by the frustration, because a lot of patients yeah. understood that there was no actually danger
3: yeah. of
1: the virus. It was yeah. just the whole um, states uh, worldwide manipulation. Yeah. And also with the vaccines, and a yeah. lot of patients were forced by their working environment to yeah. get a vaccine against
0: yeah. their um, yeah uh, against against their will because they needed they needed their paycheck. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there was a lot of frustration going on,
1: either Mm. from those who were in fear, Mm. those who were frustrated,
3: yeah,
1: and this all, of course, with somatic um, reactions Mm. in 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 the body.
0: (laughs) You frozen again?
1: I I was losing you. (laughs) Oh my
0: god! Yeah. So we were we were talking about uh, how how the um, vaccination rollout has affected. Different groups of people, not not only because of um, uh, you know uh, responses to it, but uh, um, but also because of having to make the decision about being vaccinated, whether you wanted it or not, to be able to um, uh, participate in certain things like going to work.
1: Exactly, and also by uh, all the fear your uh, family as um, um, a child of your uh, parents or uh, grandparents uh, because they were in this uh, group of, of so-called risks so yeah. people decided to vaccinate vaccinated and sometimes because of and not really because of their um, uh, proper uh, willing so yeah. This was uh, causing quite, um, quite a stress among the people, you know,
2: mm. Mm.
1: and um, all this stress combined with the other stress of uh, what's about the future, um, how will my work will be, uh, can I s- continue working, can I keep my place, um, is my restaurant going to close? Mm. Do I get the financial support, etc., mm. cetera, etc.? Cetera. Mm. And those, those who didn't agree with the whole um, uh, governmental uh, statements and mm. measures, mm. they are also very frustrated, you see. Mm. So they had this group of people living in fear, and those uh, who were a bit um, annoyed and were um, we're not quite happy not did it agree with all yeah. these measurements vaccination and and so on so yeah. that caused a lot of um, mental stress yeah which is uh, triggering uh, weak points in our system either yeah. uh, psychological with people yeah. getting into uh, psychiatric uh, problems yes or physical people yeah. uh, um, getting again all kinds of physical problems and very often these stress factors were actually uh, triggering all suppressed or uh, yes or buried uh, traumas in our system either mental or physiological or um, somatic you see yeah
0: and uh, that that was uh, yeah so the I, I i quite like the way um irvin core put that it, he when he he talked about um uh in, increased stress psychological stress going in as an afferent uh from your from the sensory side and uh you'd have a normal level of stress and where you had um uh, a lesion you'd have increased muscle tone anyway because of the aberrant um, forces around the, the the spine in that particular location or those particular set of joints and then because of the increased stress uh, f- f- it would act as a neurological lens on wherever that lesion was so it would magnify its uh, um, I think I'm freezing up now aren't I it's okay. I'm still following you. Yeah. Okay. So it would it would it would magnify the effects of of it. Is is that what you're talking about, or are you or are you talking about bringing back, you know, really deep, deeply embedded um, traumas? Um, the both
1: are
2: okay. possible uh,
0: yeah. because the uh,
1: in fact the sensory input mm. with afferent uh, stress uh, coming in will go to the um the spinal cord and yeah. then you will have this um going out yeah going to via the pathways to the weak points yeah. like uh core said in that time already because the weak points are getting all these uh, tensions because it's uh, easier to catch a weak point than to catch um a healthy tissue.
3: Yeah, and this weak
1: point, exactly, bravo. Yeah, and these weak points might be uh, quite recent Hmm. weak points, or might be also very elderly uh, weak points from from time ago. Uh, Yeah. Um. If if you remember my my uh, demonstration video with this uh, elderly patient, Hmm. Mister Peep. Um he he went through a COVID uh, infection quite heavy actually, yeah. was an uh, older elderly uh, patient 75 years old, but um, came up again an old story of herniated disc in the lumbar uh, spine. yeah, and then um, so you can have quite recent uh, events coming up again or. Yes. with or um, very old stuff, psychological mm. or yeah. um, somatic. Mm. H- how do you um which is still uh... how-, how do I?
0: you how do you yourself deal with the um, psychological stuff coming up? Um...
1: I think it's um, a great opportunity for us as practitioners Mm. of a holistic medicine Mm. to take into account the uh, psychological uh, load
2: Mm.
1: which the people are bearing Mm. and taking into account the possible somatic reactions which we Mm. can find in their body Mm. and Without uh, playing psychologists mm. or psychiatrists, b- because that's not our role, mm. but um, understanding that um, an osteopathic lesion somewhere in the body might be linked to a psych- psychological uh, buried trauma, mm. if you see all these, these pathways between the central nervous system and our body, mm. you, I, I recently found out when I was preparing a lecture on the um, uh, on the uh, sympathetic and parasympathetic uh, system and interference, I recently found out that actually all the pathways from mm. our central nervous system going downwards have links with the emotional limbic system.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, even,
1: even the uh, cortical spinal pathways, w- w- mm. which are for well, a very long time, even right now, they are supposed to go directly downwards to the spine. Mm. Mm. It's not true. There are branches passing through the limbic system, the hypothalamus, and the thalamus. Wow. So there is a link from above to below but yeah. also a feedback so what i was yeah. with Nick, what i'm witnessing actually is that if we can treat um, lesions in the body that's our job mm. but there is a um, storage in the body lesion there is a psychological storage emotional mm-hmm. storage
2: mm.
1: for example the lung field is very often um linked with sadness feelings yeah especially the heart heart and lung feelings you see yeah Yeah. or the the liver is very linked very often linked to ang feelings of anger Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah yeah so
1: if we can free these somatic lesions yeah then i'm witnessing that there is a feedback going upwards yeah via the um, spinal thalamus tracts
3: yes
1: and that the patient first he will understand why his body was in in problem yeah what's the one of the sources of the lesion yeah and then uh very strangely it's very uh, impressive that we can see that by this release of the tissues yeah. the, um, the mental state starts to release as well in other words yeah. mental uh, words of speaking they become able to relativize the problem yeah. or consider the problem from another angle of view
3: yeah wow that's, that's, inc- that's incredible.
1: yeah yeah it, 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 that's that's not only incredible it is so beautiful because yeah. we are not the psychological or uh, psychiatric doctors telling our truth we are just enhancing their or freeing their proper physiological um uh, physiological sorry physiological functions it's it's, it's their system which is doing the job we are just giving them the freedom their functional capacity
0: back yeah that's that's that that's that's incredible that's incredible you know I I I do find sometimes with patients you know when they come back they they said you know I got back to my car after you treated me and I burst into tears and uh sometimes I think maybe it's because I'm charging too much or you know (laughs) (laughs) but but I don't think so (laughs) um and and it's interesting because you're Dealing with the somatic component of their their emotional um, block, uh, exactly. in in a way, aren't you? Exactly. Removing that, yes. To free their emotions, to let go of something,
1: exactly. Mm. And
0: that is what we are doing:
1: is um, looking to the patient, observing, mm. listening, smelling, hearing. Yeah. All yeah. our senses are involved. Yeah. yeah. And then we can feel these body areas in osteopathic lesions. Uh, yeah. And then, if we are able to understand what that particular body needs from us,
3: yeah,
1: without working by recipe, but yeah, while working rather working by principles,
3: yeah,
1: all these psychophysiological principles, yeah. And these we can um, we can use in the framework of the body adjustment. Yeah. In which we can diagnose. Yeah. We can treat at the same time, and we yeah. can adapt ourselves to yeah. the need of that particular organism at that particular time. So then we can uh, also, of course, with some experience if you feel the lung field very tense, you might uh, imagine that there might be also an emotional process going on. Yeah. You just imagine it, you don't know, and then you will feel the reactions of the tissues of the patient. Right. Yes. And it's very funny if the patient starts feeling his tissues changing, uh, releasing, if there is a um, an emotional component linked, yeah. then he yeah. automatically will start reacting in an emotional way, either yeah. by talking about an old uh, old problem, the mm. um, um, uh, yeah, difficulty, um, mental difficulty, a mm. conflict, or he will cry. Yeah. Uh, so you don't even have have to tell what no. his body will take it over from you.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. So, Like like you say, we don't have to be counsellors, we just have to allow some kind of access between the central nervous system and the somatic side to be re-established, to be able to express something emotionally, to let go of it. Exactly. And that's where we have to be very careful
1: to yeah. maintain our position as their assistant, not yes. their master. Yeah. And as little John stated, and you mentioned it, that the lesion pass, pathway starts yeah. at the sensitive side. Yeah. So if the, the person is in a tension state, or a stress, or whatever, we have to deal with that, to mm. adapt ourselves to find. Mm. Um, in, in entrance,
2: mm.
1: here, his pathway, if it's mm. sensory pathway, so we must be very respectful mm. and be able to find out what his body does need from kind of approach from our sides, you yeah. see?
3: yeah.
1: And yeah. then, in fact, you can get an out of inhibition uh, from the sensory to the, to the central nervous system. And yeah. that will give a, a release, and yeah. then you can have in fact this uh, this freedom of uh, emotional stuff or not, yeah. just yeah. Uh, somatic yeah.
0: stuff. Yeah, it's quite wonderful, isn't it? You know, I, I you know, I, 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 I think this is such a stillian, you know, uh, in, in in terms of Andrew Taylor Still, a stillian way of working, rather than the um, what some of uh, his contemporaries would talk about as ten fingered osteopathy whereas they were treating fifty sixty seventy eighty people a day whereas still would often take spend you know several hours with one patient um, uh, or how John Martin Littlejohn described um, that you must you you're working on uh, nature's greatest creation. And uh, so it must be treated reverently. Um, yes, and, and that, well, that, what you're saying there is just so, so typifies that. It's it's really inspirational. Thank you. Yes, uh, um, it's so important to not to forget
1: what Still was stating is, as you mentioned uh, partly already, that we are dealing with a creature.
3: Yeah.
1: Our Almighty Lord. Yeah. So we should be, first of all, be very grateful that yeah. we are allowed to touch a living person. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And
1: we yeah. can uh, yeah. touch that person nearly uh, everywhere.
2: Mm.
1: So we are not dealing with a machine. Yeah. And yeah. this creature from our Almighty Lord has all its functional capacities which yeah. we have to free and then yeah. this system will do the job not yeah. we so yeah. if you if you get this respect and this yeah. uh, humility in your um, mind yeah. then you will immediately uh, approach that system in another way yeah. and they will feel it especially children
3: yeah
1: with yeah. children you cannot mixed up you must be honest in your feeling you can mm. do me accept because we are not perfect are we mm. but with children you have you have to be honest and to yeah. be yes uh, fair and they will accept it if not mm. they felt that you are not really um, connected uh, with 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 respect to their yeah. Uh, system
0: yeah 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 and it- and it really brings together those simplified three principles as well, doesn't it? You know, the the inseparable relationship of structure and function, the, the body unity and the body's ability to heal itself. Um, and not only
1: the body... But also the body and mental unity, mm. and the unity between the human organ, organism in uh, the unity with between the organism and his uh, environment.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: And there you yeah. see also the influence, again via the sensory pathways. Yeah. From the environment, which can yeah. be physic, physical, or uh, or uh, psychological. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: And the funny thing is that we are very often uh, believing that we have to deal, to cope with the environment, environment as um, a, pacific, um, a passive, sorry, actor. Yeah. But then yeah. thanks to our body yeah. changing, changements, the mind starts understanding that he might have an active role to play mm. by, in, another a changement in his way of seeing things that yeah. he could change really by himself the influence of the environment on his system so yeah. that he can understand that he has an active role to play that he yeah. can really change something mm. thanks to what he's feeling changing in his body and yeah. thanks to our our explanations because we have to educate these patients mm. Mm. To explain what we are doing, yeah. why we are doing, and yeah. why we are uh, feeling some somatic um, stress points, mm. and why these stress points are changing after our treatment. Mm. And then the patient, the mind will uh, connect again mm. to his body, and the yeah. patient will understand his yeah. um, pat- uh, uh, pathological pathway.
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah. then the mind will understand two things. He will understand that um, his body is able to change, that we are yeah. not the magicians, that yeah. we are just assistants feeding their body's functions. Yeah. So if, it's body, if the body is reacting, yeah. that's a proof for the patient. He feels that it's his proper body reacting. So yeah. for him, it's really a statement. Oh, my gosh. I am still able to change something, yeah. you see.
3: Yeah,
1: so the mind will get a very, very positive mm. feedback from his body. Mm. Then the mind will understand why his body is in problem and what he could do mm. in the future to change yeah. his um some paradigms of his life, you see.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and then he will be able to. To, to change things to better cope with um, life problems and mm. if a problem comes back he will be able to cope better with it because he knows that he is yeah. capable with sometimes assistance of our yeah. parts that yeah. he's able to cope with a problem you see
3: yeah
2: yeah
1: way so that gives can... again um that will encourage him to change
0: uh, his lifestyle yeah which is very empowering isn't it making people understand it's within their them themselves to be able to take themselves through the recovery process rather than relying on uh someone else to do something for them or uh, or a medicine that they have to take for the rest of their life
1: Exactly, um, that's a very uh, strong point because if we compare uh, our uh, holistic medicine to the allopathic medicine, where mm. people just take open their mouth mm. and they will take in a pill, and mm. the pill will um, physiological, uh, physiologically uh, imp- imp- impose itself on their functions.
2: Mm.
1: Uh, in the contrary. So they get dependent from these pills. Mm. In the contrary, what we are doing Mm. is just freedom, free their proper uh, possibilities.
2: Mm.
1: But of course, then they have to accept as well, there are proper responsibility to change something because they will get independence uh, towards us. So they have to step in to start thinking, accepting and changing things. Mm. But they will feel, by by, our work, via the body adjustment, they will feel that they are capable to change. Mm.
0: Mm. Wonderful.
1: So, For example, uh, you have this uh, uh, French philosopher, Descartes, philosopher and um, mathematician this yes he mm, stated the sentence um, um mens no he said the sentence sorry cogito ergo sum hmm. i am thinking so i i am uh, i am living
0: yeah. um, i think therefore i am or something like that wasn't it
1: yeah i think therefore i am yeah so there is that was a very good statement and in this There is a a younger one, small uh, osteopath. He uh, witnesses in his practice that, in fact, if the body is responding to our treatment, prove that his body is capable. So this small osteopath adds to the sentence, cogito ergo sum, he adds another sentence, ergo sum ago. I am, so I am doing, I'm reacting, yes,
2: so I'm yes.
1: able to mm. react. Mm. You see? Yeah. Um, ergo, ergo. I am, so I'm responding. That yeah. means, because I'm responding, I'm capable. Yeah. And that gives me the courage and the freedom to start uh, changing my, my lifestyle.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I take it from that. You think that the principles of osteopathy are still quite important? <laughs>
1: oh my gosh! They are not only quite important, but yeah. the, the wonderful thing is that I am practicing now 26 years, and mm. I only can state that this wonderful philosophy is still every day confirmed, mm. and that's mm. why I'm I'm going I'm going on to 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 practice and to to learn, and Mm. to to make mistakes, Mm. and to improve, and to make mistakes again, and to Mm. read these old statements from our, from still little John, John Mm. Wernham, and which is very exciting as well, that Mm. in these days when we are talking about uh, evidence-based things, that a lot of statements of little John were a long time ignored and Mm. nowadays more and more recognized by our modern research Mm. methods. Mm. So they were were really in that time so much ahead, Mm. they were really geniuses. Mm. And what I see as well, if I'm when I'm preparing uh, once again my lecture about lymphatics and i'm mm-hmm. reading nittle john again for example for the thousandth oh. time
3: yeah
1: uh, last year i was preparing once one uh, yeah. lecture again and i found mm-hmm. one sentence in on a page that page i read about a thousand times yeah. but i never yeah. kept this particular sentence yeah and I said, "Well, you need a thousand times to just mm. pick up one meaning of one sentence, yeah. which change your whole understanding." Yeah. yeah, and and little John is just filled with all these information, which is yeah. so genius. Actually, it's yeah. uh, well, it's it's really uh, exciting. Yes, it, it's it's fascinating, and that's why it? the because, patient
0: because you you can miss that stuff for a long, long time, and uh, and and then one the next time you read it and it might be a year or two years later uh you see it and it and uh you become aware of it and and it could and it be a real light bulb moment
1: totally agree with you mm-hmm.
0: that's why it's it's an ongoing
1: process and i yeah, remember yeah. when i presented my uh osteopathic uh thesis yeah it was in public and um john werner was present and yeah. my 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 mother and my sister were there as well.
3: Yeah.
1: And then we had after this, uh, the reception uh, uh, with a glass of wine. Yes. And My mother went to John Wernham and yes. said, I must congratulate you because your students, she followed my thesis and my presentation, but also others. Mm. And she was very impressed. And she said, well, you did a wonderful job. You must be very content because yeah. your students are, were presenting wonderful uh, stuff. Yes, yeah. said, yes, I'm, I'm content, but I'm also a bit sad. And yeah. then he asked, why that? He said, well, I'm now, I think it was, he was 86 years ago. Uh, yeah. He said, I'm now 86 years old. So the Lord will uh, soon get me growing up sometimes, very yeah. soon. But I have still so much more to
0: learn. Yes, yes. Yeah. I feel that at 56, I think I how much I've got so much to learn, and and I'm running out of time. <laughs> but if yeah. I can live to ninety nine like John Wordham, I, I that buys me a fair bit more time. Yeah.
1: yeah, and that's that. I think if you if you put yourself into the position of uh, in humble assistant, yeah. uh, working on that. Creature, not by recipe, but by uh, physiological principles, yeah. which allows you to change to to change uh, during the treatment. That you are feeling that you are on the wrong pathway yeah. because the body is not responding, yeah. especially in acute situations. Yes. The body is not responding as you yeah. wanted to. Then, yeah. if you are humble you are saying, "Oh, I have to change," you can't change. Yes, and then um, you will feel the tissues changing in a, yes. in a, in a, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and people uh, respect
0: the honesty of that as well, I think.
1: Of course, of mm. course. They do respect very much, rather than you they, they feel that you are maintaining um, a way they don't feel happy with. Mm. And if you can say uh, you, by yourself, oh, I think I was wrong, I have to mm. change, I have to think. To reconsider mm. your body, they mm. will very much appreciate it. Appreciate mm. it,
0: yes, that's for sure. That's for sure. And 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 yes. diagnosis is kind of shifting and changing as you treat, anyway, isn't it? You know, because uh, I will often, after my consultation, think, well, it's probably this, 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 or this, but sometimes find something completely different, which is adding to that end stress causing the, uh, um, whatever that person is complaining of. Um, very true. Um, either it can
1: happen during your treatment mm. that you come onto spots mm. or uh, or regions which you didn't really have uh, seen before or you didn't mm. um, uh, recognize. And then on your fingers, they are just mm. um, becoming clear to you Mm. And also the patient might react as well with an Mm. emotional release Mm. or you will see it's happening the next time if you see the patient again because he is going through a process and you start at the most uh, recent point but then he's going to shift from the recent point to elderly stuff and uh, often it happens that after a second uh, treatment that uh, at the third session
3: yeah.
1: very old stuff yeah. uh, is coming out
3: yeah
1: for example yeah. The patient mentions to you well i came from my low back pain a low back yeah. pain but now i'm uh, witnessing again very old pains from my knees from injuries
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: years ago yeah. yeah and in the beginning they will be they will be annoyed because they didn't have pain in their knees for many yeah. years anymore yeah. and at yeah. a sudden this stupid knee was hurting again yeah, but then yeah, you have yeah. got to explain mm. that the body is going through a healing process mm. and he's going deeper and deeper mm. and deeper
2: mm.
1: and this might be caused um, uh, enhanced by, by um, today um, nowadays traumas or uh, traumatic mm. events mm. So that's, that's very fascinating. Mm. But if you explain it to the patient, mm. and you, and you, you, uh, um, you will um, explain to him the, the, the connection between, for example, the low back spi- uh, back spine and his knee, and you will explain that there is a connection and he will feel the connection and then yeah. he will feel the tissues the, the is changing yeah. then he will better understand his knee problem and his back problem and yeah. it, it, he will understand thanks to the changes in his body what well, we mm. are just explaining mm. and let them feel so yeah. yes it's, it's really very fascinating then that thanks to the the framework of the body adjustment
3: yeah.
1: that you can see the patient's posture changing mm. and that you will feel the, the tissues changing mm and that the patient will feel his body going through a uh, um, healing pathway yeah. with uh, other arteries uh, progressively coming out, actually. Yeah. And yeah. that's for him very encouraging. So you, we are not, we are always able to change things in our life, even mm. if these things are linked to very uh, uh, old, uh, traumatic events it's never yeah. too late to change the no. body and its minds
0: yeah 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 we do have in in the right environment we have really quite remarkable powers of recovery don't we how do you mean when when our body is given the right environment it, 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 it in itself possesses um incredible powers of recovery and uh, healing
1: yes and um, there you see that uh, the patient will understand uh, start understanding how to adapt his environment Mm. how to change by himself his environment so that his environment that the interplay between his environment and himself Mm. becomes more healthy Mm. Because we are sometimes so much conditioned by our lifestyle, our mm. social environment, mm. we slip into um, bad functional schemas without yeah. realizing yes. ourselves. Yeah. And that's why we don't understand why mm. our body at a sudden, I woke yeah. up, I slept very well this night, I woke yeah. up and my neck was stiff. Yeah. How come? Yeah. You see? Then we can, perhaps, with our uh, um, diagnosis and Mm. explaining, we will understand that this problem was perhaps the top of an iceberg, Mm. um, so that he can understand where was the starting point, and Mm. if there was, in fact, an interference from his environment, he can Mm. start thinking about how to change his environment. Mm. Uh, the way of uh, eating, drinking, yeah. uh, enough sport, or changing jobs, or anything. yeah.
0: Thank you, Hendrik. You know, we're we we're, we're running up a, about against that sort of a hour-long time now. So um, I, I'd just like to say thank you so much, and what a wonderfully inspirational uh, person and osteopath you are and thank you so much for your time. Um, it are really inspiring and really interesting listening to you. And I hope I hope other people who listen to this will feel the same, which I'm, which I'm sure they will. Would I add uh, one last uh, sentence? Yes. yes, of course. Okay. Uh,
1: what I witnessed as well is that uh, we have our weak points, yeah. which will follow us all alive. There are sequels from, from our traumatic events. Yeah. But if we can treat me once a while, and the patient will better understand his mm. problems, then we see that during the years of getting older, the patient mm. will still every time improve with yeah. once a while an osteopathic treatment. Yes. I have yeah. got patients coming into my practice from the beginning, yeah. 26 years ago. Yeah they became 26 years older, from 50 to 76. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Overall, they are functioning better and better. So that's where we see that uh, once a while an osteopathic treatment will Mm. not only maintain Mm. a certain state of uh, functional capacity, but Mm. will allow the patient to improve even if he's getting years and years older. And that's his nature proving yeah. that to us
0: yes yeah 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 that's fantastic and and what i'd like to do hendrik is revisit this uh this at a later date and we'll have a have another chat about uh osteopathic things at a later date if that's okay with
1: all pleasure it was a big pleasure for me
3: ah.
1: and there's so much to more to to discuss so yes ah. i would yeah. be very happy yeah
0: yeah Thank you so much for your time and uh, enjoy the rest of your evening and I'll, I'll speak to you soon.
1: well you you thanked me for my uh, presentation, but I must uh, thank you for your uh, huge engagement as a uh. vi- vice uh, president uh, uh. of the uh, Institute of classical uh, osteopathy uh. so it's yeah. really um, an honor of being here with you, and you are really doing a tremendous um, job—a um, real uh, wonderful example for all of us. So, uh, thank, thank, you. You, thank and, you, and well done, Randall and Robert. Well done. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you.
0: Well, one one of the great things is I get to speak to people like yourself, and lots of, and lots of other people, and it helps me learn. You know, so it's, it's a selfish thing, really. Yeah, we do learn from each other, don't we? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, thank you very much, Hendrik, and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend and go maybe go and have a glass of wine now.
1: I will, you too, huh? Yeah,
0: thank you very okay. much. I'll, I'll enjoy yourself as well. You soon. Thank you. Thank you again, Hendrik, and uh, I apologise for any problems we have with the sound quality during this recording. We we ended up doing it over two Friday evenings as we were having lots of trouble with the the Zoom connection and the, and the recording. Um, so if there's any problems with the sound, that's that's why. Uh, if you'd like any more information about. Uh, classical osteopathy and uh, the courses that the Institute of Classical Osteopathy do, please do go to our website which is www.classical-osteopathy.org and uh, I'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.